Hey everyone. Hey everybody. And welcome back. I'm your host, Alex Lee. And this is Cedric Papa. What's up, what's up? Hey, and uh, today we're going to be talking about the emotion move. Yes, let's get a, <laughs> and I'm going to say it, let's get a move it. Oh my God. Yes. I love, I love that we're able to talk about this stuff because it's, I, I, I feel Alex, like there's just a lot of like, you know, as joys go, being moved by something unparalleled. For sure. <laughs> uh-huh. So like, I'm I'm definitely glad to, and I like sharing those like those ideas because I always get saying like yes and like stuff like that. So I'm really really excited about this one for sure. Yeah, same here. I would lo- I'm ready to do this thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, okay. So let me be. Let me start. Okay. We're gonna, we gonna change things up here. Okay. Uh, move things around. Yes. <laughs> There's gonna be you like, hear puns? Yeah, there's gonna be ten more of these. Oh my god! Okay. Throughout, sprinkled everywhere. All right. So, <laughs> anyway, um, all right, Alex. Uh, can I ask uh, what is something you are moved by? Something I'm moved by. So last year, um, when we went, when me, me and our um, our dance team and you were there too, we uh, we went to this uh, dance competition called Vibe. Uh, it was held at Costa Mesa uh, at the the. What was the what was the theater called? Uh, the Sigurdstrom Art Center, I think. Yeah, yeah, the Sigurdstrom uh, Amphitheater, or like Center of the Arts, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. at Sigurdstrom Amphitheater, and um, there was this really, really amazing piece that I saw at at, at the uh, the theater, and it just blew my mind and moved me. And it was um, um, these really amazing dancers. If you ever get to find them, um, you know, look them up on Instagram or you know, look up their YouTube videos. Um, it's uh, Keone and Mari Madrid. Man, I feel like if you don't know who they are, man, I, I'm not judging you at all. Maybe, but oh my it's God, just Cedric, like that's you so should, you should, you should just think about like, like you know, yeah, looking up those names and then just seeing <laughs> how many videos they are. They are like the most. I feel like right now they've they've got to be one of the most famous dancers, right? You're, yeah, I think so too. In I believe world. so. Maybe. I think maybe, but like I feel like they just they just had a lot of great careers. Like they've been doing, you know, um, work with a billion Billy Eilish. I remember that oh, for yeah, sure. They, for sure. I don't know if it was at Coachella or something like that, but it was one of the pieces that uh, they were performing with Billy Eilish for sure. But the piece that stood out for me the most that they did at Vive was um, it was from their their uh, show Beyond Babel, and literally that piece talked about. Um, the main character, who was a guy who was dealing with mental disorders at the same time, trying to you know figure out with life, um, with with the with the love of his life and the baby that was about to be born in his life, which you know, props to Mary and Keone for having that one month anniversary for the little baby, baby, baby Numa. Oh my yes. god, she's adorable. They have actually did it's a little. Just, it's crazy, like you know, like. It's, I always think it's crazy when talent, like, or, you know, like, such talented individuals or even sometimes celebrities, like, have children, and you just think, what are they going to be like, you know? <laughs> like, like, not, like, in a bad way, but, like, oh, my God, like, like, like they get to absorb all of that knowledge, all of that ability, and they're going to project something out there, like... I don't know. It's I have a lot of thoughts going in my head about that. So we maybe we'll go over that a little bit. But yeah, I was there, and I think I did see your reaction to it. Uh-huh. And I think there was like a combination of like 
just like outward like mm -hmm. expression, but also just stunned oh, at the same I was time very too. Stunned. Yeah, no doubt about it. Especially, but like what was really amazing as well, like there was people crying oh, at that piece. Yeah. Remember Andy? I, oh, yeah, yeah. She was like she was bawling yeah. and just you know just putting oh, it out man. there. It was it was amazing. It was it was that powerful. Sometimes, yeah. I think, man, that's got yeah. Like the, that idea, like. I feel like people don't give enough props, maybe, to um, the like the art form of dance and its ability to sp send message, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that one was just like very touching and very, very like personal and vulnerable. And and I can understand how everybody in the room was like touched by that. But yeah, like, but I know you were moved by that. So like, like, how did you feel when you were like? when you saw that piece like like when you were just watching it and just experiencing all of that like i didn't i didn't know what to say oh. like like when i feel when i feel moved about something like i think it's a very vulnerable emotion yeah um to me it is cuz like cuz when when i saw that piece like a lot of things was just going through my head you know and but like there's this, always this really deep touch right down to the core, you know, near the heart. It's just like 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 this little rattling in the heart. It just felt like I like I want to cry, you know, of how beautiful it was. Cuz like when Mari came out at the second part of the at the at the second part of the piece, you know, like what what not only was it was crazy that she was pregnant doing the piece, like she had the baby, you know, while dancing on stage. Like, that baby was born to dance even before it was born to dance. Um, but, like, I just, I just couldn't breathe, you know? Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't breathe. I, I just could not. It's, like, literally the, the epitome of breathtaking. Yeah, it was so breathtaking. I just could not believe they did a piece that was so meaningful in so many ways like i understood every single intention of what that piece was meant to say right like i think that's pretty cool because it's like you know it's like a piece you're saying to like 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 there were how many people there like there gotta be like a thousand like mm -hmm. if not a little bit more mm -hmm. and i bet you every single person felt like that piece was meant for them mm -hmm. right like it's just like that was just a deeply personal and like I said, like a very vulnerable piece. And I think that's what drew people inside. And they just had the ability to bring that story to life, mm -hmm. which is, man, that's the blessings that you kind of want in your life, mm -hmm. right? Right. Like to be able to to create something, like have the abilities and skill sets to create something that can bring your vision, like such an exacting vision to, to reality. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Whoa. yeah, I was... When I saw that piece too, I was like, whoa. Like, I, I would see it. And then the one thing I would do is, like, I would look at other people as they're seeing it. Because mm -hmm. that's how important that was. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. It was so important. But yeah, if you ever get to get the chance to look up this video, it is it is on YouTube. It has, like, a million views, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not part of those millions, huh? <laughs> just, huh? Why you gotta be so cynical? What's wrong <laughs> just, with you? <laughs> just, just be part of the millions. Just be part of the millions. Like, oh, you man. want it in your... Like, you... I only say this because you really do want something. That video, you, wanna, you want that in your life. Like, you do. <laughs> like, Alex will, will attest to it, too. Okay. So I'm not saying, like, hey, 
you've been wasting your life not oh watching God, that video. Cedric. I'm not saying that at all. We get that you're busy. We get that you know, like maybe dance is not your thing. But that's how like great this like this is. And like this is so funny. It feels like a, a Keone and Mari plug at this point. But what I'm kind of saying is like we are not connected with them by any means, really, right? But that's how it resonated with us so much, right? To the mm-hmm. point where it's like it makes us want to promote it. It mm-hmm. makes us want to tell people about it because we feel like this is missing in your life. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we just, you know, like, and I think that's like, yeah, that's something important about being moved by something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's like, man, you feel, you feel you're not really connected, but you feel super connected. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, yeah, I'm, you just, I'm just glad that, you know, a dance piece in our lives, a dance piece could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, okay, cool. I just have access to Cedric's phone. No, he's just looking at all my pictures. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, my question for you is: All right, um, someone has someone you know uh, in your life. Like, has someone in your life moved you, Cedric? So my mom's in the next room. Um, oh, okay. So I'm gonna say my mom. Aw, hi, mom. Not none of. Um, <laughs> But not in an obligatory sense, like, um, but um, I think there's like a, when I think about it, right, um, I'll, let me go with the short uh, term. So when I think about being moved by someone, initially I, I don't really think about someone. I think about like all the people in my life and really I value it in my friendship that like, or in my friendship with someone that I'm with, around people that have like these, just these nuggets of wisdom through conversation mm-hmm. that move me to be want to be like essentially like to realize my life right mm-hmm. and to realize an understanding of myself to be able to succeed and go forward and so like i'll have conversations with people and they'll say things to me like i remember a friend of mine she would tell me like it's just like you know like sometimes we we beat ourselves up for missing out on opportunities or to like um, we have to be this by this age and this by this like we set forward our plans but then you realize like you you didn't fall short and you just you absorb yourself in that fail failure and then the person would say like you know you just have to really realize that perhaps right like it's just not your time yet Mm -hmm. like you have to make you have to be just ready for your time like and when it comes it'll come like you just need to be patient and wait and like to me was like oh that's really awesome to hear that because it's like it's like maybe it, it, it relieves the idea of my responsibility over my own life but to a degree it's like it's just very freeing and allows me to open up my mind open up my horizons a little bit to see what's out there for me and just to be like okay like when my time comes it'll come and so that was something that really resonated with me uh, another friend recently told me about this this great piece of advice that still like chimes in my head and helps me be a little bit more, more myself and be free is just the, the idea of burdens mm-hmm. and then you just have to realize that you are human that you are imperfect and then with that realization you have to realize that there are some burdens that as much as you want to you just really can't carry you know and like either you're just not ready yet or um, you just are just incapable of doing so based off like how, where you come from and what you do. Mm-hmm. And you just have to kind of accept the idea of not being able to hold those burdens because I think we always perceive ourselves as we can do anything. Right. But the reality is, is that you don't want to just do anything. You want to do the things that make you you and make you happy. Yeah. 
And, you know, you want to realize, like, you can't just, like, the idea of, like, okay, like, letting go, it's tough for us to feel because it's, like, I used to hear this joke all the time where it's, like, I never quit. I've been, oh. and then I'd be like, but the person would be like, I've been smoking since I w- for 30 years. <laughs> and it's just like, that's because I'm not a quitter. That is dark. That is <laughs> but, some dark but stuff. But that's there. what I say. Like, this idea, was, it just plays to the idea of this dark. mentality of like the two contradictory like um, narratives mm-hmm. where it's like, there are some th- certain things you should quit. And there, are, but then, you know, but don't be a quitter in life. And you're like, well, like now these two have come in together as a joke and now I don't know what to feel or what to believe. <laughs> so I just think in general, right? Like there, I like the idea of like, and that's what I'm saying. Like I was moved by that because it just made me, it, it released pressure so that I could actually move in my life. Like mm. I could actually feel in those, in those degrees. Mm-hmm. And then in, but then on a more personal sense, I do have people in my life who move me not necessarily by the things that they say, but who they are as people, mm. right? Um, like, um, I have friends that I just, I look up to and I just see, like, their abilities, like, either, you know, like, their proficiency, in, like, at a skill set, the numerous skill sets that they have, or, you know, like, their, their perseverance and integrity, um, you know, their honesty, and then it's just like, you know, like I see them in those in certain situations and I'm like, I moved to to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I just have I I'm blessed in this privilege that I've I've surrounded myself with so many people that make me feel like that. So like I don't want to like put down a list of people mm-hmm. like that. I've said because I, I, it is a lot. And again, I, I really aim for that. Uh but with that being said, I hope you know who you are, the people in my life that, that have moved me. And if you don't, let me know. Just ask the question secretly, like, hey, do I move you? And I'm going to be like, oh, my God, yes. Or, hey, we need to talk more. Cause... <laughs> just DM me. Yeah, just DM sure. me. We should talk more. <laughs> then you can move me, whatever yeah. it may be. But with that being said, yeah, I definitely do have someone, if not someones in my life that have moved me for oh, sure. Cool for sure that is that is some awesome stuff yeah. there yeah 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 so okay Alex I'm gonna ask you a question yeah, I, it's kind of kind of like because I wanted to ask it because it seems like an extension of the Keone and Mari thing oh okay um so I want to ask like how do you know right uh you are being moved or you are in a sense maybe moving someone oh okay yeah. All right. So right now we're talking about the feeling of moving, and do you feel moved? And how, how what does that feel like for you? And then also, you know, have you moved anybody? <sighs> Not like their couch or anything, or from one apartment <laughs> to another. But what I'm talking, you know what I'm talking. You about. and your friends. You know what I'm talking. Yes. <laughs> um, oh eight more. Okay, eight more he's folks. on a power trip oh over here. Oh my god, I'm. I'm moving on up. <laughs> oh my god, seven. Uh, seven left. Seven this is left. not what this podcast is about. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's see, because, um, you know, for me, I, I feel, well, like how I said, like, you know, it's a very vulnerable emotion for me, um, but for me, how I feel like the sense of how, you know, you feel moved, for me, I know I feel moved when, when it just feels like it's a miraculous event about to happen, you know, um, one great example, you know, I'm gonna give props to my, um, my, uh, my uh, professor back at Golden West College, uh, Bruce Bales, who was my uh, choir director, 
he 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 kind of expressed this feeling to me, and that made me stood out. I, and that stood out to me a lot. And that was when he said, um, "Imagine, imagine a baby in a room, okay, <clears throat> that has just been born. Now this baby just holds all power in the world in the room, and the room is just dead silent because life just happened." Life has just been created, yeah. you know, and to me, I that that that's what move means to me. That life has just been created in the room. Yeah. It's a it's a huge, huge difference between that baby versus you know someone winning a Super Bowl like a like you know maybe your favorite team just won the Super Bowl right in football. And you get like you get excited, you know, like you know, in regards to that. But you're right; that is a completely different. It's very extreme. Sensations, mm-hmm. yeah. Very, very two different extremities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like at a at, at a Super Bowl, you know, game like when your team won, like everyone's super excited, they're hyped, they're just mm-hmm. a huge amount of energy. Yeah, a lot of yelling, a lot yeah. of like kiss, like kissing, a lot of action. I just see that that scene very like. Just filled with activity. Yeah, uh-huh. and then when it comes to like saying, you know, when your baby was just got born. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't have an actual baby. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but but like, imagine like, Ima- my yeah. imaginary baby. Yeah, if you like, if you imagine your own child, it, uh, audience, please imagine your own baby being born. Mm-hmm. Yes, like it's the most amazing feeling in the world. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, Anything that's a very like, I feel like the energy of the Super Bowl is there but just very internal mm-hmm. you know like thoughts racing in your head like a thousand at a time but at the same time just very focused on only one thing which mm-hmm. is yeah that baby and like yeah I can imagine it's just like something like that mm-hmm. like it's it's like, it's like very eye opening it's very it's like an awe like you just can't can't believe this just happened because oh, yeah. like whenever you know when, whenever you know a mother gives birth to a child, you, she's creating a miracle. You know. I mean, yeah. Like, they're they're literally putting life on the line because there there are women out there who you know give birth to a child and you know don't have the strength to 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 live on after that. Mm-hmm. You know, they pass away because of such a powerful event. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, props to all the women out there. All the mothers out there, you know, yeah. who have been able to give birth to, you know, such wonderful people on this earth. Right, right, you know? right, right. And that's what I feel what move means to me when, you know, when something that no one has ever seen before mm-hmm. right. is brought to life. It's brought to life. And I think that just that, that, that sensation, this miraculous sensation, mm-hmm. while at the same time it's just like, you know you're going to do right. Like you, like if you feel it, like you know you're gonna do right by it, mm-hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna be in a sense like a better person for mm-hmm. it, like the blessing of that. And I think that's like, yeah, I think that's definitely. How I feel very much in line with that sensation. I ne- mm-hmm. it's a very powerful image, but it's very correct. I mm-hmm. think uh, and appropriate to how being moved feels like. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like for me a very much a distinction. Cause like yeah, I see a baby and like I'm I'm feeling that right. Like I'm imagining my imaginary baby, mm-hmm. and I don't just think, wow, like you exist. It's like wow, 
how am I going to ensure you're going to exist and be successful and be healthy and to, um, you know, be able to achieve your dreams, but also not be an asshole, right? <laughs> like, and, and, and a dick. And just making the world a better place than when, it, you know, he or she came in. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and it makes me want to do things. Like, it, 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 and that's, I think, the epitome of being moved. Like, you're literally f- moving, like, one, right? Like, it's moving your emotional disposition in a place that you never, th- like, like in a whole different area, mm-hmm. right? I think with you, when you were talking about Kione and Mari, I, people just weren't ready. Yeah, like, they were not. No, and they were no, not they ready. Were not and, but that. they're not ready in the best sense. Yeah, they didn't and, see that coming. And then, but then after that, when you told me, right, like you wanted, or like, well, because, well, after that, like you think you kind of mentioned, or somehow, like I would think you would want to dance. Mm, right? like yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I would totally, you know, want to create, want to dance. Like that helped me inspire, you know, mm-hmm. some of the choreographies that I curr- I'm currently working on. You and know? that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it there's like a, a degree of inspiration there. Right, like afterwards, like, and it makes you want to do things. It mm-hmm. makes you want to, like, to honor that by just, like, you know, like feeling that and going with it and, and creating or doing or doing something or, like, freeing you to feel like you can just do. Yeah. And so I think in general, like, the idea of being moved has to be this idea of, like, yeah, it actually moves your emotional disposition, but then it also moves your person. It mm-hmm. moves you to make you feel like you need to do things or you need to go forward mm-hmm. uh, or it, it gives you clarity or vision and mm-hmm. it's just like yeah like this is what I want to do or like mm-hmm. and I feel like that's really just really really important in all mm-hmm. of those regards yeah and you know like one of the things that made me feel that way as well was um, the movie Inside Out which is my favorite movie yes <laughs> yes Yes. Okay, I'm going to say something that may be completely unpopular right now, but you know what? This is our podcast, so I'm going to put it down (laughs) on there. That best Pixar movie. Boom. 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 Find me. Find me. (laughs) Find you? Change my mind. It's Toy Story. (laughs) Find me outside. Catch me outside. We're going to just talk about it right now. Catch me outside. I don't care. Oh, fighting about their best Pixar movie, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like, honestly, like, I loved Inside Out. It was such a dark horse movie. Like, I didn't expect that coming at all. Like, I thought it was just going to be, you know, another, you know, another Pixar movie, um, you know, doing the same thing with feels. But this time it was actually with feelings. feelings right, I'm telling you. But, like but, but with real feelings. Best and pic- scenarios. Conceptually, come on, folks. Come on. Personifying your feelings. Yeah, they play with feelings with through other objects, but this time they feelings were the character. Mm-hmm. Boom. Just like, think about that. The whole interaction with all the these 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 emotions together was so beautiful. Especially with the sense of how different sadness and joyful was where like Joyful just could not get along with sadness nope. be- because of how different she was, mm-hmm. and and feels like that she that sadness just ruins everything in Joyful's life. Uh-huh. While as to you know sadness, she didn't really do anything to hurt. She doesn't want to hurt anybody. You know, she's just being you know herself. Right. You know. Exactly and, right. You know, and yeah. I just think I think in general, like yeah. 
I think about like when you think about the movie itself, and if you haven't seen it, it's one of those other things. It's like if you haven't seen Keone and Mari, and if you haven't seen Inside Out, we're not your life coaches, oh but God. we also want Why? what's so best good. for you. So like, watch <laughs> it. Um, again, we might be overhyping it. Um, we hope we're not. Um, but to me, it's a very like. And those who have seen it, and please, like, if you guys and like our listeners, you know, you know, shout out Inside Out, or you know, tell us your favorite scenes mm-hmm. in it, because uh, we definitely love to talk about that stuff. But in general, right? I think with the movie Inside Out, it's just like, yeah, like. And spoiler alert, like, you just see, like, the constant conflict. The main conflict is between sadness and happiness. Mm -hmm. But what's deeply revealing in that movie is what I feel is, like, that the importance of sadness, like, in our lives and and being able to develop our emotional health. Mm -hmm. And, like, yes, I think we would all like to just be sometimes happy mm-hmm. right and yeah like it's like very much like that we want and in the movie that's essentially what happiness only wants to like keep uh the you know the person that she's part of to do like everyone just be happy be happy be happy right and and she sees sadness right happiness sees sadness as and yeah her polar opposite that just ruins everything and and like just just debacles everything but in reality what happens in the movie is that in for happiness to try to control sadness, things just get all messed up, mm-hmm. right? Like she just messes everything up trying to contain sadness and trying not to acknowledge sadness's role in the person's life. And in doing so, it becomes like a whole mess. Mm-hmm. Like, And that's what I think is just a very compelling narrative and all that. Yeah. And I was just deeply moved by it. But... Like, you tell me, Alex, like, like, why was Inside Out something that moved you? Inside Out moved me because, um, especially the, I mean, you know, not just the whole, you know, interaction with all the emotions and the characters and everything. It just so, it's just so symbolic for a child her age, like, um, you know, just moving out from just, uh, to moving to San Francisco, hoping that it was going to be a great place, a good place to be in. Um, but it came out to be, you know, something that she did not expect, mm-hmm. you know, and it was to- the total, total opposite of what she expected. And, and she tried, you know, really hard to control every scenario that she could, but it, it was just so relatable in a sense of how if, when your world turns upside down and when things don't go the way that you expected and you're just trying to you know, try to make, you know, positive movements up out of every single outcome right. that you don't really acknowledge your own emotion yeah. that you want to feel. Exactly. That you're constantly trying to battle yourself to yeah. cover up just to be like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Exactly. But sometimes you have to admit that, okay, you know, it's not fine right now. I'm not okay. Exactly. And but then, yeah. I'll get through this. And that's, that's like, honestly, that's the mentality that we want people to kind of walk away from. And that's why I think it was just a very, just a, the movie Inside Out to me is not just like good. Mm -hmm. I also think it's really important. 
Like it's an important movie for people to watch, especially for young people, um, because it was the very first time I think, and I think it resonated to me a lot because. You know, I came from a generation where the ideas of mental and emotional health were just not really stressed in a younger age. Like the idea of children should be seen, not heard. You、mm. know, the idea of like, you know,、um, what the what do you have to be worried about? You're just a kid. Yeah. You know, like you know, all of these things. And now we live in a world where, yeah, we acknowledge the anxieties. Right, like we we deal with issues of bullying, but we see it in a more complex sense.、Mm-hmm. Um, we think about you know like how like the best communicative practices to make sure that like you know their emotional health is very strong. Because like I will be honest, right? Like like this is a sad thing to talk about, but sometimes like tragedy occurs when people's emotional health is not being taken care of. Oh. Yeah. And I think, without being said, like we kind of live in the legacy of that, and like,、um, like in like ideas of like anxieties, like you know, forms of depression.、Mm-hmm. Um, like one like example that comes into mind is like a lot of shootings that have occurred,、mm-hmm. and you know, like there is something to be said, right? Like, like. I look at the issue, and I'm very much on one side of the issue. Where it's for me, like I'm not a I. I don't really like. I don't really acknowledge the idea of rights for gun people for the rights of guns, and like that's like a separate argument. But more so than that, like I do understand the argument of mental health being an issue、mm-hmm. and how it could lead to you know without being unchecked,、mm-hmm. without it being you know recognized for the you know the prolific problem that it is,、mm-hmm. that that it it will lead to disaster, right? And to whatever scale that is, it to me it's just a disaster, you know. And it's because we just, for the longest time, we just kind of like just didn't really care, or we just didn't really acknowledge that kids could feel like this, you know. Like、mm-hmm. you know, like like we would always just put things in perspective or context. Like you don't have a job, like you don't got like blank and blank. Like、mm-hmm. uh, like I provide for you. You don't have to worry. You go out there and you do those things, and it's like. And we would say things or do things, and I'd be like, "This is really bad." And then I would look at like, and then it just it shows maybe not just to kids but to parents like, this is kind of like how it, it's going through their heads, and like this is how they are, and it may seem exaggerated to you, but what other context do they have、mm-hmm. to keep quoting things in perspective other than you telling them they shouldn't be sad?、Mm-hmm. And when you tell them they shouldn't be sad, and you tell them like. Like keep your sadness away from me, whatever it may be. It leads to disaster, and that's what that movie stressed, and that's why I was I was so moved by it because the message was like really important. Like I wish, like it it makes me want to tell people about the movie, right?、Mm-hmm. Like to advocate again. I'm not connected to Pixar, <laughs> you know. Like I, you know, like if you're hearing this Pixar, just. You know, like, let me know if you're like, in, like into my voice, or if you want to hook up sometime. Okay. But, um, but it moved me so much that I want to advocate for it. I want to do something about it, and it made me want to, you know, do something like this,、mm-hmm. where you know, we just, you, Alex and I, and like、uh, the host that we have, Jenny, right, or whoever we happen to have, like talking to, like. It moves me to want to like just continue talking、mm-hmm. because one, it makes me feel good. 
mm-hmm. to just discuss these things. But two, I think it's also really important that, look, we don't, like, I don't, the podcast, like, I, I like the intrinsic feeling of just talking with Alex. It's really nice. And we just decided to just put a microphone between us. But other than that, like, I think we have this idea, like, if the things that we're saying, if we feel this way, maybe others could feel this way as well. Yeah. And then it helps them to want to do something or feel, like, differently about their lives. And that, that matters to me a lot. Mm-hmm. It does. So in that degree, like, yeah, it's just, like, Inside Out. It's just one of those movies. Watch it. And, you know, like... And I want you to just be open to it and then just the feelings of it and all that regard. And then, uh, you know, you look at the scene, you look at the scene that, um, and then when you think about the bing bong scene. Oh, the bing bong scene. Yeah. yeah, You'll know what I'm talking about once you get into the movie, right? If you don't, if you don't feel moved, okay. But then I would also think like, why don't you feel moved? You know, like what, like what do you think is going on here? And if it's because we overhyped it, I get it. I get it. We love that movie. It's mm-hmm. like you know, I, I love it to death. Um, and in that regard, but you don't have to love it to death. But with that being said, I think you should. I think I just you, Alex, and I recognize the importance of a movie like that about mm-hmm. emotional health and about the idea of like you can't get over sadness, but you have to you have to kind of go through it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to go through it. You have to you have to embrace. Yeah, you, know, you have to. I I feel like you have to embrace all the emotions that you're feeling at the same time to understand, you know, what you're going through. Even though, even though I say that you should burn some of them immediately, at least you know, uh, at least I felt it. You know, as long as I felt it, I understand what to do next with it. You know, that's that's the that's what I do with my emotions. Right. If I feel this. I know what to do next with this. Right. You know? And that's important. That's like a really, like that concept of kind of like feeling something, then kind of like putting it in like a place where it's just like, because sometimes like, I've, I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase like uh, folks, um, but I think Alex and I have the idea of emotional baggage. Oh, okay. Where it's like you have like these, this um, like you have like your set emotions and sometimes it kind of like weighs you down to a certain degree. Now other people will say like, Oh, like, um, yeah, emotional baggage exists and like you need to like, yeah, you need to keep it to the side, like feel it, but then don't let it weigh you down. Like put it someplace where it's not going to like affect your decisions overly, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to like, um, you know, uh, like just sway you one way or another, like a lot. And then other people will be like, well, you need to keep that stuff around so that you can maintain the lessons or you can just, um, you know, you can, um, and, or it's like a part of you, and then, you know, you don't want to throw that part of you away. That's just who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, back to the other side, it's just like, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's something that I felt, right? But it doesn't, it's not the most defining part about who I am. Mm-hmm. And both sides definitely have, I, I, I think, a degree to their merit, but I kind of err on the side of, like, it's very much more like, you acknowledge your feeling of it and yeah you can kind of keep it but you better keep it in a place you better acknowledge what's happening when you're feeling that Mm -hmm. you can't just like have these feelings and be like oh okay like this is that's who i am Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay i guess you're just gonna be a jerk for the rest of your life or you're gonna be the over dramatic person yeah or you're going to always blame others for you know because of like the way you're feeling and like this these are just my feelings i really don't like this quote (laughs) 
um, where it's kind of like you just need to accept me for who I am um, uh, at a certain degree. And I'll be like, um, okay, but like if you were like a murderer, I wouldn't accept you for who you are, mm-hmm. right? Like if you were like, and if, oh, but if you were like someone who's like a jerk or just like honestly, and then like, and that for me, like my show of care is like, hey, like you're kind of like hurting like other people by the way you are. Like, and I don't want that for you. And, and then other people are like, don't try to change me. Like, this is just who I am. You need to accept me for what I am, whatever it may be. And I'm like, okay, there's a degree of truth in that. But if you're not endeavoring to try to find, like, ways to better yourself, like, if you're just like, I've just, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and I just don't want to be anything more. It's like, okay, like, there might be a, a sh- like, there's a sense of contentment there. And maybe I can get down with that. But if you're doing things that are like just straight up hurting me and you're not willing to listen and you're not willing to even consider, right, alterations or adjustments, like how selfish is that Mm -hmm. in a friendship to kind of deal with Mm -hmm. in that regard? So I would think like, look, you don't have to change yourself completely, but the idea of being like the idea of living in a life where you just like accept platitudes of who you are is just like, oh, like this is exactly who I am and I will never change and I will Mm -hmm. never do that. To me, it's like, oh, that must be really lonely for you because you're really just loving yourself to the point where you really can't allow anyone else to... To to, be a part of that. Yeah, to be a part of that. And just to, to, to like... And you're not going to be listening to others when they feel like they need something more from you. Mm -hmm. And, And that's tough because, like... Like... You have to remember, like, if you, yeah, like, you loving yourself and then other people loving you, right? Like, if you're not giving that back, like, to whatever degree, right, or to the degree that that other person needs it, right, like, you are abusing them. You're abusing that relationship, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. And you just, if you don't feel like you're capable, like, that's that's a whole nother issue, right? But if you do feel like maybe you're taking a look at this now and you're like, oh man, maybe I could be like giving more or can be considerate more than if you really can say that question, then the answer is yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. But Mm -hmm. again, you don't want to be overly considerate because that's who I am or who I I, I still kind of am to this degree. Like I just, I overly consider people's feelings. I get overly like involved in other people's emotions and I get that about myself and sometimes I have to put myself in situations where I have to say no and think of myself and love myself and know my value and know my worth and I'm not telling you you can't have those things but what I'm saying is like if you know your value and you know your worth like that's good but then you think about what relationships right add to that value and that worth and sometimes that comes at cost nothing Mm -hmm. comes for free right like I really love, would love the idea of completely unconditional love. But if I like was with somebody and then I just, you know, you know, I just like, you know, like I spit in puppies' faces as a hobby. Oh, that's wow. As a hobby, and then like I I think that's a condition where a lot of people would be like, "No, man, like I'm out." You know, like it could have gone a lot darker, folks. But what I'm saying, I'm glad you stopped there. As I mean, spitting out puppies—that's the most evil thing I've ever heard from your mouth, (laughs) sir. And then you know, and then you know, and then, and then I tell him, "Get out of my face, (laughs) you worthless scum!" Okay, like, Dad, you see how dark it's getting? It's like, no, 
it's like that'd be wrong, right? Or you know, something maybe a little bit simpler, where I just like I constantly say like, hey, I really don't, I I hate your family. Just saying that a lot, like with someone that you're with and they love their family, man, come on. Like, well, like I mean, like at least you were honest about that. Yeah, to a degree, there's honesty, but there's a degree. Like, let me like. Like, okay, like, when you're honest, and this is, like, another point, like, I think is really important. Like, when you're honest, right? I feel like when you're honest, once, that should be enough, right? Uh, like, let's say there's a singular problem, and it's like, hey, I hate your family. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'd be like, okay. I would ask, okay, well, what do you want to do about that? And then you would start to honestly tell me. Or, like, if you're like, hey, like, I hate your family, uh, let's think about ways to like do this or do that or whatever uh-huh. maybe. But if you just say I hate your family, and I'm like okay, and then we still see our family. I still hate your family. I hate your family. I hate your family. Or you just keep bringing it up. Oh, and, like, and not doing anything about yeah, it. Yeah, not doing anything about it. You're just not being honest with yourself about what's going on here. Like, like in in that degree, it's just like I just there's think- no sense of timing there. Like you yeah. can be like, like, like you can be honest about your feelings, but what I'm telling you is like. What's the point of honesty if there's no solutions that come from it? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a dangerous line to tote, right? Um, sometimes you just need to be honest, even though you don't have a, a solution in mind. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, like, like if you straight up just tell me things that I you know upset me, I'll be like, okay. Like if you knew that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you decided to say it anyway. To me, that's a kind of like, oh, okay. It's a selfish act if that's all you did. It's like, hey, Alex, oh, you wear oh, ugly yeah. clothes. <laughs> or, like, I, like, or Alex, like, um, your glasses make you look dumb. I'd be like, okay. I'm not. <laughs> like, I'd be like, like one, oh, sure. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah like, whatever. Well, like, whatever. it just seems so, like, <laughs> illicit. Like, why did you decide to just say those things in that way, in that regard? Like, if, like, to me, it's just like, you're just, like, to me, it just seems really stupid to say things like that. Really? Like, it may be very therapeutic. It's like low-bearing fruit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like, here you go. Like, like, here's my feelings. And like, oh, like, and this is, this is the most plain version of my feelings. And it's like, okay, without pretty much a lot of thought, you just kind of put that out there. Without thinking how this might affect me, how it might affect other relationship, mm-hmm. how it might, you know, like why there's no solutions involved, how your perception of me comes off. Because, like, if you're the type of person that constantly gives people, like, particular advice, but you don't feel like you're... Like, here's the thing. If that's how you are, then I bet people have kept secrets from you. Mm, yeah. I bet. That's true. People I have... bet, because they're just like, oh, I know how you react, and you react in a way that makes me feel negative, and I don't want to feel that way, so it's just better, like, if, you know, like, I'm just going to keep... I'm going to keep secrets from you. And I'm like, and that sucks. That sucks because somebody, like, there's wrong in there. There's wrong in there. But what people tend to think is, like, I'm just being honest. So they absolve themselves of that wrong. And then, right, the other person's, like, that, that, now that person's in the fault because they're keeping secrets. Like, oh, I didn't keep secrets from you. I, you know, like, I was just being honest. But your honesty was abusing me. Mm-hmm. And if you can't see that, right, like it hurts that hurts in that regard and so with that being said i just i think about like yeah your emotional health 
And I don't know why I went off on this tangent. <laughs> uh, this is just so far from where we started from. Yes. But uh, with that being said, let me just wrap this all up again. I'm going to see if I can get back to moved. Um, <laughs> I think in general, right, the movie Inside Out was just really important because of your emotional health. Why it was so moving was that your emotional health at a young age is going to dictate a lot of your joy and your happiness as well as like, you know, just sorting through your life right and then for me that's why i end up having all of these opinions because mm-hmm. <laughs> i think about like my emotional health right and i think about the emotional health of others and like to me if that, that that's a, like a high value of mine and so like when i was able to see that in another art form something that was emphasizing emotional health you know, how to do those things, whatever, maybe in situations or even in conversations that we feel in our everyday life, it's being able to persevere and go through. Because I think when you have a strong, like, emotional understanding of yourself and what you can and can't do, mm-hmm. you'll be able to do anything you want, mm. right? Yeah. Because you can't, you can't do everything. And you really don't want to. No. But no. you want to know what you want to do, and then you go and you do it. Right, and then that'll make you feel best and good, and that's why I'm saying like, like you're exploring that, and then there's but the idea like so many ideas are just coming into your head, yeah. And so with the with the with a movie like this, it's just like I was moved by it because I was like, thank goodness, like I'm not crazy for emphasizing so much need for emotional health mm-hmm. and strength mm-hmm. and understanding and being able to want to spread that message. To, to, to generations because I, I swear to you I swear to you more adults were crying in that movie than kids like I swear to you because they were just like they looked at their lives and like man like, <laughs> like this is why I'm like so sad oh my God. or like this is like oh like damn like yeah like I'm like feeling so sad because I'm trying to hide it instead of go through it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was deeply moved by that stuff. And that's why I went off on a hard tangent. Yeah, that was, you, was were, you were really, I, you were I, passionate I, about yeah, that. Yeah, I, went, I just sure. went in on it. And yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, and I'm so good. sorry, you're, everybody. You're, you're good. All right. You're good. All right. So I in mean, that regards, yeah, I think um, in, in talking about that. All right, let me, let me finish it up with this last question then. All right. So then... Um, you, I think you kind of already could tell yeah. from me yes. that I'm like an emotional person in yes, that sense. Yes, you are. And, 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 and uh, me talking about moved and me talking about inside out. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I want to ask then, uh, Alex, uh, how important is it to you to, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, how important is the, f- or sorry, how does the feeling of moving someone inform your art and creativity? Interesting. Um... This is a curveball. I am staring directly into his <laughs> eyes, drinking a bottle of water, like squinting. I, I'm pretty much guessing this is payback for the last podcast. <laughs> In a way, which was your I fault. have no idea <laughs> what you mean. Okay. Um, so let's see here. I'd say, I'd say it's just really good feedback just to hear someone tell me, you know, like, hey, you know, that, that piece really 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 got me really touched me you know you know just really made me feel 
in ways that just just inspired me, you know, and like and motivated me to do something. You know, I feel like that's really good to hear feedback from that. Yeah. From things that that your art is able to do because when when you're able to spread out your message to someone or to something um and they're able to receive it in full it just feel it just feels that it's very impactful that you're making a difference to someone else's life yeah. you know not just your own even though like the things that i'm doing for for myself and the things that i believe in and i message in as long as you know that i put myself out there i always know well i wouldn't say i always know but it's always a possibility that someone feels the same way as I do right. and understand the same values as I do and cultivate that together. Uh-huh. You know? That's why I'm not worried about how other people feel about me from right. my pieces. Okay. Because I know what I'm doing is good for not just myself, but for people around me. Sure, sure, sure. You know? So so to be able to hear good feedback like that, that's saying that hey, they felt moved to see the things that I have created or what I've done is really empowering for me to keep going and not only that it also empowers them as well and i feel like that's what needs to be always going on especially in the world that we're living in today oh gosh i'm yeah i'm so happy that you said that because i think you like you know like in this world like yeah like our dreams and our ambitions you know are like yeah you born like i hate you born what (laughs) you're like you you came into this world alone and then people always say you leave this world alone and then i'm like and then they always say like then you shouldn't like and then they always kind of say this phrase where it's like you know like you're born in this world alone you die alone so like you know you just like that's just how it's gonna be like you're Mm -hmm. just always gonna be alone and i'm like I literally interpret it as the opposite, where I'm like, yeah, you're born alone and you die alone. So in the in-between, why the hell would you choose to be alone? Hmm. Like, I get that there's a quote-unquote strength maybe you feel in that uh, to divorce yourself from relationships. But this is, in life, this will be the only moments you'll be able to interact with anyone else around you. Like, to, to see the vivid tapestry of humanity and to to experience interactions and conversations like for me i never liked traveling you don't like traveling I'm, that's also a very unpopular opinion <laughs> um yeah at the beginning it was just tough because like i never liked going to different places uh-huh. um but what i learned in traveling is that i really loved meeting different maybe people uh-huh. not at all at once and uh-huh. not like in a market like i'm just super overwhelmed right but like in in some in small conversations and elsewhere locations i'm just like how different we could be and how we believe in different things and like that's what i want in my life like enriching wisdom from so many other different from different points of like view and life mm. and whatever it may be and so like the idea that i'm like you know like only like like i'm here alone in myself and i i shouldn't be i should only fixate on myself like that's like like if that's your only priority that sucks because one it sucks because like you're robbing yourself of the like the wisdom and the insight of others and like the joy of friendships but ultimately what i think is really important that people need to hear is that you are also robbing other people of your insight and your beauty and your like you know joy and things like that hmm. because i'm sh- i am sure that somebody wants to know you 
I'm sure that somebody wants to hear you. I'm sure that somebody cares for you. Whether you can see it or not, or whether you want to believe it or not, that is really up to you, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want to put in the effort for someone to know and care for you, like you should, mm -hmm. because that's a really great feeling in regards to all of that stuff. And so with that being said, yeah, like, I, but I think where we kind of differ is like, to me, moving someone the the effect of being able to move someone is a very active element mm. in my um in my art mm -hmm. it's not so much in my dancing but it's in my writing mm, everything that i write and then like if you check out my instagram like you just see a bunch of like i'm just weird i don't know how to instagram correctly <laughs> instead of pictures you just see a bunch of writings a bunch of words yeah and i did it because like and i need to get back like i always say this i need to get back on it but the reason why i haven't got back on it is because the things that I've been recently writing haven't moved me to want to post it. Huh. And like I, I realize that's a deeply interesting... I just don't want to put stuff on for the sake of stuff, hmm. you know? Um, and like that's like the challenge, right? Like I, I'm like very far behind, but I'm not going to quit. But I don't want to post things. I, I'm, I'm, I'm caught between this like... Um, it's like, hey, you should be really focusing on more. So you force yourself, you challenge yourself right. to be able to do these things. But at the same time, right, like, I also know that beyond this challenge, these are what people are going to see. And what's funny is that I'm going to – something that, yeah, like um, – so a friend of mine that was on another dance team, she came up to me and we, we barely – we sometimes talk. Mm -hmm. Like, we're, we're good acquaintances. Right. But we, we just happen to have time to ourselves – and she told me that she would look at my like posts and she would read them and she would save them. Oh. And I would be like, oh. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. And stuff like that. And then she asked me about advice about like she's all like she was talking about like I don't have a type of guy. Like and it's like I don't know where to begin and stuff <laughs> like that. I don't know what, what kind of man will make me happy. And I'm like, all I told her was like, okay. All the things that you love about yourself and the things that make you happy, right? That's where you should start. Yeah. And and if you can find that in another guy, then that's your type. Hmm. And then she's all like, and she just like <laughs> like you, she just her mind got exploded. Like, oh my god, you're right. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> like, I, I, if I love those things about myself, like I'll love like I'll love that guy too, and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I can't help. And, you and like, that. the things that you dislike in yourself, they're gonna be things that yeah, you're gonna project the same thing on another person. Like, mm -hmm. God, I. I I hate that this person's always late because I'm always late and I hate I hate like making people wait or whatever it may be or that feeling of whatever whatever stems from that hatred. Mm -hmm. So for me when I write, like I always try to write things that are moving because I care. I care that when I know it may not be a thousand, it may not even be like two, <laughs> but like I maybe one day one person will read what I wrote mm -hmm. and every time they read it, I want them to feel moved and not alone and like I want them to be able to be like hey like I can move forward mm -hmm. I can I can go into that degree and so I just really think that that's so important to me um that I think about another person about what I'm doing like when I'm writing and it's like hey I also think it's like for me it the objective is like very therapeutic like it's very much like I'm also thinking about like 
do I want to write something right that really reflects who I am mm-hmm. right because I think I could write like random like moved like moving stuff maybe yeah but I think to me if I, I'm not convinced if I think this is all like bullshit like I'm not I'm like no this is not worth my time mm. and so to me it's like I want it to be authentic to me yeah right I want it to move me mm-hmm. and then I just hope and but with the idea that like if it moved me then that's I know it'll move somebody else. I see. So then I'm gonna I'm gonna post that and I'm gonna I'm gonna show that and I want to be like okay this is something that matters to me mm. in all those regards. See we're I we're um, <laughs> we're very different on that. Yeah. I'm I'm literally the polar opposite of that. Uh huh. Be- because your alarm needs to stop turning on like that. Oh, all right, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but like the thing with me is that I think very differently and I feel very differently. From, from that because I I always post everything I could right you know like literally the other day I uh, posted um, you know car talk uh-huh. um, like I was in the car uh, like the other day and I was just driving home late I was just trying to stay awake you know mm-hmm. so I decided you know hey I'm just gonna you know videotape myself and just put out value out there and you know and I thought it was really good I think for because for me I will keep posting things because there's just so many posts out there. Right. And I feel like the more that you put yourself out there, even though it's not that you don't even though you don't think that it's that great, eventually the good things will hit. And when you post that, people will react to that in that sort of sense. You mm-hmm. know? Like I even though I'm gonna constantly post, you know, mediocre things or just like not things that aren't that great. Sure. There are always gonna be things that when it hits, it hits. Right. You know, like, it's it's one of the things I just said, like, I kind of reminded myself before, is that you, in order to get the diamond, you got to dig through the dirt and the rock. Right. You know? And the diamonds are just one in a million. So, and maybe that one good post out of all those, you know, okay posts and mediocre posts might hit someone all across on the other world and they spread that to other people because you put yourself out there in that sort of sense. Right, I get that. It's mm-hmm. like, um, for me, it's like... You're kind of like showing to a degree the process as well as the product, mm-hmm. right? And that's and I think that's really cool because it, it really informs people about your life and like how much. And it's like, hey, like as as a general view, like, oh yeah, he's definitely putting in work, mm-hmm. right? And and what I when I when if you check out like Alex's like uh, Instagram and you should, there's just gonna be a hundred videos <laughs> of him freestyling, which is amazing. But in total, like what I feel like he's getting at is like, like there are there are there are freestyles that he does that I am like, like like yeah like this is cool. But then there are freestyles that he does like holy crap I'm astounded mm-hmm. right. And but you can see but in general the fact that he has 100 of them is an astounding and moving feat for anyone to see mm-hmm. right. Like he just has the ability to just put himself out there and he just you can see the development you can see the change and I'm like holy cow there's a hundred of these videos I show people and I'm like look I scroll and it takes me like seven swipes to Aww. get to like to wherever I need to go I'm like these are 100 freestyles homie like have you done a 100 of anything that rigorous I don't think so a hundred a hundred in a row actually yeah, like, that's what I'm saying it's a hundred in a row folks they're not like splattered amongst them and it's not in minutia it's a block of freestyle yeah it's well cause like we were doing we were doing something called the 100 day challenge right you know and that's kind of the motivation why I also started this podcast as well um because 
the consistency is super important for me. You know, those hundred day freestyles. I literally did those. I posted them every single day for hundred <laughs> right. days straight. Right. But I'll be honest with you, there are some days that I didn't. You know, I I didn't. You know, I missed a day or or two. You know, but I always make it up by. You know, putting um, negative reinforcement on myself, like doing the penalty run. I hate running. <laughs> I hate running with a passion. But that's why it enforces me to do, you know, my hundred day challenge and keep it up with it. And I was able to consistently do it every single day because that's how important it is to me to constantly put those things out there. Because it was a very important journey for me. You know, honestly, like when I did that hundred day challenge, I actually just did it just to try it out. You know, see if I could do it. You didn't just try it out. You you killed it. Man. Yeah, <laughs> you killed. Yeah, it. I there, did. Uh, I'm gonna put it in reference for folks. We started this hundred day challenge when, like, in, last, in May. In May. Last right? May. Yeah, May. In May. He is still, I think, the only person. No, you have two. Uh, one other person is finished. Right? Um. Yeah. Phoenix finished. Phoenix finished. So. There have only been two people out of, I think it's originally started as like seven or maybe eight, maybe even ten people mm -hmm. that have started this challenge. Only two have completed it. Yeah. Two have completed That's how challenging it was. Yeah, every so. single day. That's three months. Three months and ten days. Just straight, homie. Yeah, you know. Um, but Jenny, Jenny's almost done with her 100-day challenge as well. Ah, man, I, yep. And I'm like, all right, dude. Like, it's okay. Like, don't compare yourself. You run at your pace. It's mm -hmm. a marathon. Not a ra it's not, you know. Mm -hmm. and so. Yeah, like everyone goes at their own pace, right. you know. Um, but, like, it, but like, I just did it to see if I could do it. So... But, but yeah, but what's even crazier than that, actually, is that there's someone who, like, um, like her name, well, like, this is a person I follow on Instagram, and her name is Kyoko. Now, she's a, she's a, she's a, she, she's, um, she's a person who dances in Japan. Now, the interesting thing is that her work, you know, they're, they're, they're all good work. And there's some great work, like how you see in my 100-day freestyles and in mine. Right, right, right. She's like that as well. But the thing with her is that she's constantly posting every single day, even today. Mm -hmm. Like, I look at her Instagram feed, and it's just freestyles upon freestyles upon two hours ago, four hours ago, eight hours ago, of just her constantly posting those things out there. Oh, my God. And, like... I think that's just amazing to see such hardworking people to be able to do such amazing work like that consistently. Mm -hmm. To me, you know, that just shows how passionate you are and just being not afraid to put yourself out out there. Mm -hmm. That's what that that the, to me that's what I I love. I admire that people are willing to put themselves out there, even though it's not their best work. But knowing that one of those works will hit someone and you know be able to constantly keep going in the long run right right and it's, mm -hmm. and i think that yeah that's uh i think on a very like i'm yeah you've definitely made me like kind of like reevaluate like uh my perspective about stuff because i think like i think there's one thing to be said about like the individual products right mm -hmm. and then there's one thing to be said about the grind right like mm -hmm. and then like to be astounded and moved by the grind of stuff mm -hmm. and i guess the only i wouldn't say like argument but the only distinction i would make is that i don't know if anybody would really want to i guess see me write stuff 
Because oh, I feel like it's just okay. like, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. like, here's my process of writing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But again, like, there's t- something to be said about just, you know, s- maybe just putting words on, pa- like, words on, like, paper and just, or, you know, just put, just creating the text and then just seeing where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, there's something to be said about all that stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you definitely kind of like, um, yeah, I think uh, like yeah, if I open my perspective a little bit, right, and shift it, there is some there's a value of of demonstrating the grind, which I think is really important because I think someone people when we watch like videos, like especially like of dance videos on Instagram, yeah, I think people see the ice, they see the peak of the iceberg, but they don't see what's underneath the ocean, yeah, right, how much work that that person put in. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I do this to myself all the time. I'm like, they're so young. And I'm like, oh, they just must be so talented. But that just, like, I don't see, like, I never see the videos of them, like, when they're little kids and they're just struggling, too. And, like, mm-hmm. they just look like, like you know, like like babies. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, they put in their time. Like, they put in their time. And it's something to, to keep thinking and imagining to be moved. Like, people should be, like, yeah, like, if you're honest about your social media, you, sh- you, post, your, you post your grind. You post your awkward. You post your, like, yeah. whatever it may be. And it's like... And, like, I think a lot of people get um, social media sometimes. We're getting a healthier understanding of social media now, mm-hmm. I think, if because we, we're more conscious about it. Um, the idea of, like, likes and, like, uh, hearts or whatever and building your following or whatever, like, uh, we're trying to stem away from that. And I think we're trying to rekindle to the idea of, like, why it's so therapeutic to just be... Like, you should just be, like, your honest self on there. Yes. Right? And I think that's... I agree. Yeah, I think that's... Like you just post like yeah, and then but sometimes yeah, you're gonna be filled with like random stuff. Like uh, I remember I was annoyed in social media for a long time because people would status update like things like drinking a diet coke. Oh, <laughs> the, but, uh, the Twitter movement. Yeah, like I'd just be like, <laughs> cool. Like I don't know if that was information that needed to be in my feed, but you know what? Like that's like that's just friendship. Yeah, right. Like, I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. It's like if you're fo- yeah, if you're that's following funny. people and then they say dumb stuff like that, that's what you get. Like <laughs> you know, like that's what you do. Uh-huh. And so you just have to accept. Yeah, if, if that's what they're feeling, that's what they are, who they are. You have to either accept it or just don't follow, mm-hmm. right? Or just you know find a place in between that's comfortable for you. But in regards to all that, it's just like, yeah, I think yeah, there's something to be said about the grind because I, I am definitely. Like I want to just say it, man. Like you know, there, there, like you move me, dude. Aww. You move me. Thank yeah, you. there are there are moments where you inspire me, and then you don't just inspire. Like you just, I feel like you you do things that are like very moving. It's like oh, like I feel like I should be is doing this as well because you're always like hustling, and I I really respect that. So thank you, appreciate. I think it. that's really really cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just there, there's my romantic like um, <laughs> gesture. Just gonna put. Put, put that there in the middle between us. <laughs> I'm not making eye contact with him anymore. <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay. But yeah, um, but yeah, we're gonna actually going to wrap up this podcast. Yes, we actually it is. give some wonderful flavor over here. Um, but yeah, any final words, Cedric? Final thoughts for me, like, um, yeah, like, to me, I would say one thing, right, as I'm thinking about it, like, like you want to be, you want to connect with folk, right, um, you want to be able to be moved by something or someone because I think that's really the beginning stepping stones of like where you want your life to go, mm. right? Like the directions and the passions that you'll have. Mm. Like if you don't have moving things, I can see why someone 
could like not have anything that they would consider moving and still be able to find a degree like a passion of theirs but when you really like it's like it's really telling you like you should invest like this is something that like overwhelms your disposition and changes your whole mindset and forces you to move in that direction it's like a form of clarity a form of understanding that just helps you to move forward in your life that's why i think you're just that's how you know you're moved mm-hmm. and so it just like and then from there when you you know you're moved by something and it cultivates your passions i think vice versa it works in uh, the other way too your passion creates moving things whether you know it or not for whatever right. reason right. and it moves somebody else and then they become passionate and vice versa and just it goes into this upward spiral of just like just good good like development of someone so Absolutely, I agree. yeah so just you know find opportunities and let yourself be moved if you can mm-hmm. you know in whatever ways that are possible but you know you don't have to force it it'll come yeah like you know if you watch Keone Amari or you watch Inside Out like I said <laughs> you know we just we're just looking out for you alright why so you know why so you know what and I'm getting real close to the mic here get moving <laughs> There you go. Okay. <laughs> he just passed the stand. I just to me. passed the stand. Like, if I could drop this mic, I would drop this mic right. But, now. but it's not a mic. It's, it's a, a it's a symbol. Yeah, it's, it's a symbol. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's see here. My my final words for being moved is, you know, um, when you when you're always being passionate about something, sometimes it's not there. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you you won't feel the same way as you feel as before. Or you, sometimes you won't feel as the same way as you will, you know, maybe in the future or so. Um, but always really enjoy the movement, uh, the moment that you have right now, whatever, whatever you're chasing or whatever, you know, um, just building or creating or taking your time on. Because eventually, um, as you keep going and when you look back on all those and reminisce the times that you, you did these things, you know, you, you start to realize that you not only did you move other people in your lives, but you also moved yourself because um, it, that, you know, you create how proud you are that you were able to do those things. Yeah. So. Like, always, folks, like value yourself, bring importance to yourself. Right. And the rest will essentially follow. Yeah. Yeah. Essential. But, you know, at the same time, uh, have some room to be considerate to others and you know it's okay to consider others but just don't be overly involved in others you know mm-hmm. uh, find out yourself first where you can go and then from there you'll go right all right well thank you everyone for listening if you guys want to finally follow our instagram page i don't know if you are podcast. following me or not i'm i, I I'll, <laughs> but if you if, if you if you have I'll, i will definitely follow you back but go yeah. ahead yeah so our podcast um is um is is finally up so the 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 tag the instagram tag for our podcast is creative underscore underscore double underscore yeah double underscore we have to underscore the point here (laughs) so yeah you have to put two underscores creative underscore underscore emotions yeah so double underscore it folks double underscore two underscores definitely we'll be posting all our stuff there and everything definitely and then um to follow my instagram handle um it's gonna be black frost underscore uh, lee so it's gonna be l3 l-a-c-k f-r-o-s-t underscore l-e and then for mine if you're looking for me it's Dang, I think I'm getting my own Instagram handle wrong. Mm. 
I think it's P-A-P-A underscore C-E-D-D-Y 88. Or no, there's no underscore. I don't think there's an underscore. Yeah, it's P-A-P-A-C-E-D-D-Y 88. Boy does not even know his own Instagram. That's pretty <laughs> bad. Um, but so if you again, if you want to follow me, um, of course I'm gonna follow you back. And then you know um, we would love just yeah. Now that we have our Instagram, you know, let us know what's going on in your lives. If there's anything that um, an emotion uh, that you feel like you want to talk about or just further carry the conversation on your own, we would love for that. Definitely we love that. Definitely love that. We love that, Jackie. Wouldn't we? We love that. <laughs> Sorry, it's fresh hour. No worries. All right, you then. Uh, have a good day, you guys. You guys, yeah. Continue to have a good day. And if you haven't had a good day, you know, like, we wish you a, the best day. Absolutely. All right. Take care.